Welcome back to Coffee with Innovate Finance, a podcast series where we are speaking with experts from the industry on the changing face of financial services and the future of fintech and financial innovation. I am Rashi Pandey, Head of Partnerships and Growth, and I'm very pleased to welcome Blair Halliday at Gemini. So Gemini is a next generation cryptocurrency exchange and custodian that allows customers to buy, sell, and store crypto. So thank you so much for joining us today, Blair. Absolutely delighted to be here. Thank you. Great. So tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. You come from banking and you moved to fintech. So what led you to join Gemini? Yep. Thank you. And um, uh, as I often joke, I, I am a recovering banker, um, but I started in banking um, at RBS many, many moons ago uh, as an Aldis club. Um, uh, that was well before they owned NetWest uh, and became the, the NetWest group. And so uh, that role was very much half the day I'd sort the mail for the debt recovery team and the other half would be preparing for delivery. So um, after folding envelopes to, to, a, to a suitably pristine standard, um, I ended up moving into ops, uh, learning how to process payments and, um, uh, and other back office tasks, and then uh, kind of progressed into customer services. And later I got into investigating financial crime, and that's where I guess, you know, things, you know, particularly started to kind of ramp up. And I guess I was always kind of drawn to new technologies, um, although banking in those days was much slower paced than it kind of is now. But um, the financial crisis in 2008 certainly challenged my faith in my employers at the time, um, you know, seeing the, the wider impact on the, on the economy and, and whether that banking was the only system we needed. And so once things had settled, I, I eventually took the plunge and uh, moved into more progressive payments um, that looked to change the financial services narrative. That RBS background served me well, uh, and I went into a variety of different leadership roles at different fintechs. And, um, and after a somewhat kind of genteel introduction into my consciousness, but several years ago, I, I got into crypto through compliance. Um, I was fascinated and still am by, uh, by how regulation was starting to come firmly on the agenda uh, for crypto and, uh, and consensus was starting to form around how that would drive the industry forward uh, to enable crypto to, to reach its real full potential. And, you know, yeah, in particular in Gemini, I, I came to Gemini because they're really looking to shape the way in terms of creating a sustainable proposition uh, in the crypto space. I think everybody, a lot of people are talking about regulation um, and safety. But you know, I truly believe that you know that there are you know a, a kind of a, a, only some platforms that are, are really have the licensing and the high quality technology to back that up uh, to give regulators the comfort they need. And I'd like to think we're absolutely one of those. Interesting, and that, that's quite interesting that compliance led you to join crypto. And I like how you said it used to be banking used to be a lot slower back in the day. I yeah, I, I I do I do agree with that. So you told us a bit about yourself. How about Gemini? How does the platform work? Can you give us like a brief introduction to your product set? Because I do know you have quite a few, but for example, your Gemini Exchange and Custody, and specifically who they cater to, as I know that you serve both individuals and um, institutions. Absolutely, yeah. So um, look, uh, buckle in, this, will, this is a bit of a download. So we have a, um, we have a retail app uh, and a web exchange where you and I can buy, sell and store over 40 cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, uh, ETH and, uh, and DeFi tokens as well. And we also have a, a full set of institutional services and tools that uh, the various financial institutions can use 
to invest in crypto on behalf of their clients. And when we say institutions, that's really anyone from digital asset managers, traditional wealth managers, hedge funds, family offices, the full gambit. Uh, we also work with corporates who are looking at offering crypto as a payment method or want to hold crypto on their balance sheet. Um, and we're also partnering with fintechs, like challenger banks, who might want to offer crypto to their clients. And certainly a lot more to come on that. Um, in terms of what we offer institutions, Capabilities really vary from the fundamental exchange and custody services, which is a prerequisite for trading and storing assets, uh, to progressing block orders, sub-accounts, time-weighted purchases, recurring buys and clearing and settlement services. Uh, Gemini's exchange services provide sophisticated trading technology. And Gemini is a qualified custodian and is licensed to, to store cryptocurrencies on customers' behalf in our secure cold storage. Uh, and today, um, we have more than 30 billion US dollars in, um, in crypto under custody, or 30 billion equivalent, I should say. Um, a few features are, are particularly unique to, uh, to Gemini, rather. Um, we use a secure uh, set of uh, APIs um, so institutions can use what works for them. Um, for example, REST, uh, Fix, or WebSocket. We offer the ability to trade assets in cold, uh, cold storage instantly on the exchange. Um, and institutional investors can easily check balances, uh, initiate withdrawals and transfer assets. Uh, they can create and manage multiple sub-accounts with unique crypto addresses and balance. Um, and that allows uh, institutions to give auditors uh, a direct and secure view into the crypto assets under custody to confirm balances, um, transactions and other activity. Um, and ultimately, Gemini has insurance coverage for crypto held online in our exchange wallet and cold storage. Uh, and finally, Gemini Clearing uh, is a fully electronic clearing and settlement solution for off-exchange crypto trades. Uh, it offers regulated clearing and settlement services for pre-arranged trades, uh, ensuring timely settlement and, uh, and mitigating counterparty risk. So a bit of a download there, but uh, that is, I think that is us, us in a nutshell. That is pretty Good for a nutshell, if you ask me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, you guys started not so long ago and you've grown quite massively. So kudos uh, to you and the team. So what do you think the platform will look like in the future and what differentiates the Gemini platform from other exchanges? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, look, Gemini, I think we're, we're different from many other crypto firms. You know, we have quite a diversified offering. Um, we are a secure exchange and custodian, but we have many other assets or facets, I should say. Um, we're building a platform where individuals and institutions can engage with crypto in its many forms, whether that is consumers investing in DeFi or buying um, NFTs or NFTs, uh, or fund managers using our set of services to trade crypto. Um, the company as a whole has a hugely exciting strategy for growth in all areas of the platform, uh, and certainly more to come on that side of things. Um, when Gemini's founders, um, Cameron and Tyler Lincoln-Boss, first got into Bitcoin, it was, it was a very different time. Uh, the well-publicized Wild West. Um, they wanted to create a, a regulated, easy and safe way to buy, sell and uh, install Bitcoin and other crypto, which is really what um, Gemini is, is all about. And uh, one of the underarching or rather overarching differences in our approach is the conviction uh, that in order for the crypto world to fulfill its potential, whether it's in areas like improving economic efficiency, productivity and outcomes, um, as well as promoting financial inclusion and removing those barriers to entry. Um, there need to be a concerted focus on regulation, safety 
and security surrounding customers' digital assets, funds, and data. And that you know, permeates and surrounds everything we do. That's quite interesting. And you guys are headquartered in New York and you yep. joined as head of UK. So yep. what is the opportunity for Gemini in the UK and what were the specific challenges you faced personally while setting up here? Yeah, that's, that's really important. We've been in the UK for, for well over a year, um, but fully live uh, for the last kind of eight months. Mm-hmm. Um, in the UK specifically, you know, we're really hyper-focused on expansion in the market. Um, and we've seen tremendous, tremendous growth uh, since launch. You know, obviously, that's coincided with really positive market dynamics uh, and increased news about crypto's um, you know, legitimacy uh, in the face of, of many different uh, folks. Um, but we, you know, we've done a lot of work to, to kind of really broaden uh, public perception and awareness of, of Gemini in particular. The, the opportunity as we see it at the moment is that regulators, institutions, and consumers are certainly showing increased interest in the space, and the industry is maturing kind of you know, in, a, in a parallel kind of uh, matter. As these trends continue, um, the demand for simple and secure crypto products is, is growing. Um, we started in the UK, um, as I said, kind of about eight months ago. Um, we earned our e-money institution license from the Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA. Um, and we're also one of the early uh, cryptocurrency exchanges uh, and custodians that the regulator has uh, has approved under its crypto asset, fifth money laundering directive uh, registration process. And we took enormous pride on that. Um, and to date, there are only four other companies that have a, a formal approval from the FCA. Uh, attaining that level of certification before launching was was an enormous challenge, um, evidenced by the fact that, you know, as I say, there's only four other companies that have done it. Um, uh, but we take an enormous pride in that, and that's fundamental to, to what we go about, our, how we go about our business. I guess another challenge to work uh, work through is the impact of Brexit on the fintech scene as a whole. Um, but that's one that we've always been prepared to meet. The UK licenses are so important for us to hold anyway. Um, and the UK is such an important market it's, in its own right. It's, you know, it's a real traditional financial powerhouse um, that we, we would have wanted to have been here anyway. Um, so it's you know, it's a no regret, no um, you know, a no-brainer decision for us to be regulated and operational in the UK uh, in the best way possible. Um, and I guess, of course, uh, you know, throw in a, a global pandemic in the mix as well. <laughs> um, but you know, the way that we've rebounded, rebounded and kind of forged ahead on all of that um, and the way we've grown as a, as a company during that period emphasizes the exciting opportunities ahead for us. No, thank you. I, I, that's very good to hear, and obviously, with the, besides the pandemic part, and we'll come to that. But building on the compliance bit, which you also mentioned, I know for a fact that Gemini places a strong emphasis on both security and compliance. And there's a lot going on in this area at the moment. For example, in July, the FCA's temporary registration regime for crypto asset businesses will end. So what does Gemini's focus on regulation mean in practice? And why is regulation important for both institutions and customers. Yeah, look, and I, I think you're right. And crypto is really now under the watch of many credible regulators or national competent authorities, um, if you're if you're so minded, um, around the world. As I say, including the FCA, including the um, the New York, New York DFS, and um, and so with that kind of with that in mind, it does and should present far fewer compliance and risk op- uh, obstacles um, for institutions. Uh, and enables you know, more comfort for consumers looking to enter into the market. 
Um, yeah, we have two, the, there's two significant aspects to our licensing, the EMI license, the e-money institution license, and the uh, crypto asset registration. And the reason why that matters is, yeah, a strong compliance program matters because it guarantees that consumers can trust in the safety, stability, and reliability of our product. On the e-money side, um, that means that the fiat currency, the GBP and Euro, uh, the customers use to fund their accounts, are stored in safeguarding accounts held with authorized credit institutions. They can refer complaints to the uh, financial ombudsman service uh, and instances of, of malpractice to the FCA. Um, and our registration under the, uh, the Fifth Money Laundering Directive as a crypto asset firm gives comfort that the FCA have reviewed our program on the crypto side attest to it being compliant with the requirements for the AML and KYC standards that they expect of, um, of regulated companies under their, uh, under their watch. So ultimately, it means consumers can get even more trust that they're putting money and crypto um, into a product that is not awash with illicit funds from, from illegal sources. Um, it also ensures that we can maintain our access to faster payments and other banking services through our banking partner. Um, in the future, look, we believe that some of, some of the many exchanges that exist today and a lot, um, you know, will be squeezed out of the market um, as the importance of, uh, of regulatory oversight and regulatory approvals um, takes more place. You know, for example, if regulators find that they're accepting funds from illegal places or if banking partners do not see them following as up, uh, the same high level of standards as other institutions must adhere to, then those opportunities will again start to kind of contract um, and we expect that, you know, the really prominent exchanges that have taken all of the levels um, of uh, security and control in the way they ought to will, will certainly kind of ring true for, uh, for consumers as institutions alike. And certainly on the institutional level, one of the aspects that is driving adoption is the rise of regulated exchanges and custodians, which address significant concerns about the security of their capital, counterparty risk and so on with the, um, the risk and compliance functions within, within those institutions. Sure. So, you know, talking about regulation also, you know, I mean, we have, we've had a lot of different forms of exchanges, you know, in the humankind's history, as you can say. Crypto is relatively new, as it's a relatively new form of exchange, right? And of course, it also has been quite volatile lately. And it's clear that an increasingly diverse customer base is also now engaging with digital assets, especially, you know, uh, which has been driven by COVID-19 as well. So how do you ensure you're educating your client base on crypto as many, many of them are first-time investors? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And look, I think that, uh, that under, you know, this certainly kind of underpins our, our ethos, but our goal is certainly to reach new, new audiences with crypto. Um, and we've done broad research, both in the US and the UK and other jurisdictions to come. Um, it shows that the audience for crypto is broader and certainly more diverse than previously thought. You know, for example, um, you know, women make up 41.6 of current and previous UK crypto investors. Um, and crypto investors are not exclusively from younger age brackets and actually fall into uh, ages, you know, from 18 to 44. And, um, and I think that trend is likely to continue given crypto is becoming ever increasingly accessible, um, which means it's our duty as responsible leaders in this space to make sure we're educating our client base. Uh, we understand that there's still a huge need for more education in this space and, and using the, the UK crypto, um, instead of crypto uh, piece that we did, we know that 30.8% 30, 30 um, pardon me, 
38.7% of respondents uh, said that they either do not know any about crypto uh, or don't know enough to invest. And, and obviously the FCA have recently shared uh, concerns that the increasing diversity of crypto investors means that more people are investing in an asset class they don't understand. Um, this is not more true for the crypto industry than any other type of consuming trading platform, but it is an opportunity for us to be part of that educational process. So um, Jim, I re very recently launched the crypto, um, Cryptopedia, um, Cryptopedia.com, uh, an educational platform that's designed to break down some of the complexities in the crypto space uh, and arm consumers, whether newcomers into the space or old Tesla like me, um, with the information they need to make an informed decision. And yeah, and that is supported by some really great articles that is um, uh, that are written by uh, some really knowledgeable people in the space, but in a way that kind of makes everybody uh, a little bit more intelligent, um, word by word. Um, look, in terms of uh, volatility, you know, we look at the market uh, dynamics in the long term, and uh, I'm not. I'll extol that I'm not giving investment advice, and I'm not. Um, approved to do so, uh, I, I would say you know, that we don't advocate people going well beyond their means uh, or getting themselves into financial difficulties and making decisions um, that ultimately could be challenging to them in terms of how they go about their normal day-to-day business. Um, but ultimately, you know, we see crypto as a long-term play. Um, there's a long-term strategy there and, and, and the value is in, in holding for the future. Uh, but as per every every investment, it's really important um, for people to have a very balanced approach as to where they decide to hold their investment. Uh, and there's nothing unique about crypto, uh, about crypto about that in particular. It's that's just a good philosophy all the way around. Cool. Well, talking further about crypto, what are the three advantages of cryptocurrencies and investing in them? I we understand you're not giving advice, but you know. <laughs> Look, I think you. Know, in quick order, you can trade twenty four seven. Um, it's open whenever, whenever you're awake, whenever you know, whatever your uh, you know, part of the world you're in, um, you're ready to go. You know, you don't have to wait for traditional markets to open. Um, they're accessible and open to everybody, um, unlike many financial instruments. Um, and you know, you can start with, you can start off with a really small amount. Um, and you know, and still be an early adopter. You know, you don't have to have that phone, that FOMO uh, of, of being late to the market. So, yeah, I think they're the three three um, key characteristics or three advantages. I, should say. I really like the FOMO bit. So, if yeah. you have a myths, if there were three myths to bust about crypto, because there are many, what would no. they be? Yeah, look, I think you know, there's there's obviously a bunch there. If we kind of get into it. Look, a survey, um, for example, revealed that many many people have a misconception that they've missed the boat, the FOMO, as we just said before, in terms of the um, uh, the opportunity to make money from crypto, uh, given the price of one Bitcoin now is in, yeah, is in tens of thousands. Um, however, you can buy a fraction of, of a Bitcoin, which is called a Satoshi, um, for as little as five, you know, as five pounds. Um, it's also remembering that this is you know, still really in the early stages of crypto's value. Um, one Bitcoin could easily be worth hundreds of thousands of pounds in the future. So you know, the idea that you've missed the boat, it's crazy. You know, there's never, there's always a, you know, a good time and this is certainly a good time to get, get in there. Um, I'd, I'd say also in the kind of institutional space, 
you know, there is there is a kind of a misconception about the uh, about crypto being kind of outside of the system in general. Um, there are many ways in which crypto and blockchain technology interacts with the current financial system to improve it and allow access to digital assets. As we've talked about it, regulators are, are certainly waking up to the fact that it's here to stay, and they know they need to bring it into the fold of their overview, um, which certainly kind of helps with that evolution. And then I guess you know a, a final one would be um, again about the the myths about the stereotypical investor. You know, I think traditionally it's been a perception of you know single young male working in debt. The research we've done into this space really shows that the evolving profile. Um, of those engaging in the asset class is far more diverse and broader um, than was, you know, than was propagated by the traditional tropes, um, as well as the info, uh, you know, above or previously on gender and age. You know, most of them are in relations uh, relationships. So, you know, it's it really a, a coin for it is a it's a marketplace. It's a technology for everyone. That's I, I like that you ended it uh, with you know. It's a technology for everyone. It kind of reflects what FinTech is here to do as well. No, thank you, that that was great. And you know, just the last two things before I do let you go, uh, you did obviously mention the pandemic in the mix that we were talking about uh, right when you were setting up and growing. So of course we are faced with COVID-19 right now. How has it impacted Gemini and have there been any learnings on both a professional and a personal front? Yeah, that's it, look, um, I think it's it's changed everything isn't it? in many regards. It's been such a, a crazy half, uh, whatever, however long it's been. Um, you know, there's there's a few different parts to that. So for, for the broader kind of crypto community, um, you know, amid that certainly the macroeconomic uncertainty, um, you know, uh, across the kind of the, the COVID nineteen pandemic, retail and institutional volumes uh, on exchanges has jumped. You know, enormously in 20 and uh, 2020 and 2021, um, and the price of Bitcoin, you know, continued to have new new records, um, and we have we have identified a bit of a dichotomy. You know, the current and, and previous crypto investors are actually likely to have increased their savings and investments over recent months, despite the you know the economic impact of, of the COVID uh, pandemic. They're also more likely to be planning to increase savings investments in the current year. Yeah, 45.4% uh, of current and previous crypto investors um, that we surveyed actually said they plan to increase their savings in the current 12 months. Add to this low interest rates and the increased volatility in other stock markets. And, you know, people will continue to look, look at new asset classes such as crypto, um, even if for a proportion of their personal investments and savings strategy. Um, for, from the Gemini, you know, side, uh, our focus remains on supporting our staff and customers and you know, ensuring that our communities are safe um, you know, in terms of our kind of European expansion. You know, we continue to, to seek the relevant uh, regulatory authorizations that we can continue to, to, to support and operate in local currencies, um, which is what our customers are looking for. You know, and, and certainly on a kind of a personal level, um, in terms of kind of my, my learnings on that basis, and you probably you'll hear this a lot. I'm, I'm sure all across about, but I think it's the importance of, um, you know, of agility and, and flexibility has, has really been a, an important one for me. And although I'm certainly kind of used to having to be um, uh, agile and and, and, you know, and and thinking about shifting the way I work due you know due to the way or the industry that we work in, the pandemic 
yeah, it's been a situation like no other. And yeah, thankfully the team at Gemini is a great one. Well, we're able to continue with our plans to launch and and have things running smoothly, and we don't plan to stop now. Um, but I, but I think it's really important, you know, that we've we've also had to kind of think about um, about the importance of learning how to communicate uh, and create community and understand um, how team members, you know, engage and talk to each other in a, in a really different environment. Um, but yeah, and done in a way that doesn't block out hours on end. Um, and I think that remains a work in progress. But you know, as you know, as fintech as crypto moves forward and and the way that we're working changes, it's yeah, you know, it is critical that we continue to think about our people and the way they like to engage. That's a very nice thought. I like the communication and the agility piece. Agility piece sorry, I think we've all had to and adapt to that and be flexible. So oh. thank you so much for joining us today, Blair. But again, before I let you go, any exciting news for Gemini on the horizon that you can actually share with us? Plenty. So oh, look, wow. we'll continue. <laughs> well, look, we'll continue to build out our institutional business. Yeah. You know, both in terms of uh, of, um, of further improving the offering and and getting the right people to support institutions, you know, to enable them to gain exposure to digital assets. And I'm sure there'll be more to come on that. Um, you know, continuing to build out our, our retail offering. Um, there are certainly, you know, offerings that we're in, uh, that are in the US now that we'll certainly be exploring, potentially rolling out um, in the UK, I'm sure at some point in the future. Um, and just in general, you know, we'll continue to grow uh, and continue to trend up to the right. So. Um, as we said, Gemini, you know, onwards and upwards. Gemini, onwards and upwards, indeed. Thank you so much for joining us again, you know, and speaking with us today and, you know, for sharing a very, I thought it was a very insightful discussion, at least for me as well, with, you know, what you guys are doing and on crypto. More power to you and the team and to our listeners as well. Thank you so much once again for tuning into Coffee with Inweight Finance. Uh, should you want to find out more about Gemini, also, you know, check out our platforms and do look out for upcoming episodes and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn for more on our events and programs. Thank you again, Blair. It was a pleasure hosting you today. Thank you. It's been great to be here. I appreciate your time. Perfect. Thank you. And thank you to all our audience. As always, until next time, take very good care of yourselves. <laughs>